welcome to a new episode of Imperial Interlude. I'm Tim, tired as fuck, with me is Ralph, hopefully a bit more, bit more energetic than I am. Hello, Ralph. Hi, Tim. Yes, I'm a bit more energetic than you by the sounds of it. This is good, 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 good. So, um, this is going to be a possibly rather short segment because we just wanted to be talking about the upcoming release of The Bad Batch, the animated series that is going to be out on Tuesday, the 4th of May, uh, on Disney+. Plus. So what are we going to expect for that first episode that is, as you have told me, 70 minutes long? It, yeah, it's, it's 70 minutes, and I know that there's... As you can imagine, with the internet, we all love the internet, don't we? You know, the 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 rumor mill uh, flies up and down, left and right. Where especially when anything Star Wars related seems to hit, but there is some, shall we say, there's some evidence of what might be happening in the episode, and it goes off the trailer, but also off some of the merchandise that's been dropped. Mm -hmm. um, so from the, the the second trailer, not the first trailer, but the second trailer that was dropped which has got a little bit more the the story where you get to see the character Echo, mm -hmm. um, which is the little girl, which I'm assuming is a way of shoehorning kids into watching a, you know an animated Star Wars, even though it was probably going to happen anyway. Um, it's having that linking character or that, that character that people can relate to. Um, if you notice in the back end of the trailer, you see four of the Bad Batch and there's a member missing. No, I actually didn't see that coming and that member as well is not seen is only seen once in the trailer and that's crosshair who's the sniper hmm. now what links the merchandise stuff is there's been screenshots and people have posted up images of the box text for the black series minis that are coming out which i've got on pre-order so i've got hunter and i think it's hunter and crosshair coming and then you've got Tech and Wrecker coming later in the year. Um, and in Crosshair's information, it basically, where it sounds, and I'm sort of paraphrasing roughly what was said, um, that he's going to betray the Bad Batch and join the Empire. Hmm. I had to believe, actually. I'm not sure because if you look at the, the if you do watch that second trailer, you hardly see him in anything, and you don't see him when they are on the ship can go into hyperspace when um five when fives has got his thing in, and there's a scene when that they're with Echo running through corridors. There's only four members of the Bad Batch, and it's Wrecker. You know the obvious ones you can see are Wrecker, Hunter, and Tech, and Fives with Echo. You don't see um Crosshair anywhere so i'm wondering if that will happen it, it it sounds like it could be possible but i think the way they introduced the characters originally in clone wars i think that would be a very tough sell it may be the twist because imagine if, if, because the series is going to be, and I think you know we can probably see it's 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 the the rise of the empire. So what happens to the bad batch? We know Tarkin is the villain, along with Palpatine's in there as well. You know because we do get the the rise of the Galactic Empire and stuff, and we know Tarkin is the villain. And from the trailer, you can see that Tarkin doesn't like the bad batch. 
because they don't take orders well. You know, it's an independent unit. Yeah. Do you think we will get the execute order sixty six? We might because we know that this is set sort of that post, sort of that timeline, the same as where the last four episodes of Clone Wars sat. So we know it's probably around the the beginning of this. I think will probably be around that third episode where Ahsoka, you know, where Rex turns on Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, so it's after the Siege of Mandalore. So you get the two episodes of the Siege of Mandalore, then you get the two episodes on the ship, didn't you? And I think the Bad Batch is probably going to be the sh- where the ship episodes are. So I think we may get Order 66. But something that's going to have to be addressed is why the, say, for example, the Bad Batch didn't turn on any Jedi. If they did, do they have chips? Do they not have chips? Are the chips you know, malfunctioned because they are clones with desirable defects? I'm guessing the latter one simply incompatible with the chips. Yeah, I'm wondering if that their 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 mutations um cause the chips to not work. So I'm, I'm I'm I think all clones have the chips. I just think it's you know it depends on whether there's something that's blocking the chip. Yeah, and but, coming back to the uh, child that is in the trailer i think the little girl is a bit um a bit similar plot device like uh groku was for the first time and ezra as well from rebels yeah it's 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 some something like yeah you you need somebody you can relate to Mm -hmm. you can um feel for and at some point i think possibly within the first three or four episodes she'll be either uh, be dismissed or have uh, her own place in this community of weirdos well i think she's definitely going to be beyond those episodes because you see you know there's there's scenes of her fighting with them which has got some sort of energy bore which is similar to the energy bore that the night sisters had in that second trailer mm-hmm. so you know, the the thing is, is is she? A cl- I wonder if she's a clone, and a female clone at that, which we've never seen before. Uh, within, was... within within Star within the Star, all of the clones that we've seen have been based off Django Fett, yeah. and being male. So I'm wondering if she is a clone based off a female donor or a female clone, or a clone of Django Fett that had the gender change to be female or if they or she is some kind of experiment that is in conjunction with the night sisters yeah and maybe a force sensitive clone they've tried yes it, cloning this... seems to get a very large role in star wars recently i've yeah. seen excerpts of comics where uh, vader is been showing with a cut off hand in some weird uh, suspension yeah and we we don't know i i couldn't tell if this was his hand or maybe the hand of luke (laughs) it's supposedly the hand of luke yeah and i think there are some theories that are uh, saying that from this hand they've cloned uh what later becomes uh what's his face uh prime leader snoke 
Yeah. I was just about to say snorkel, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be snorkel, you know, whenever... Supreme Leader Snorkel, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's an image you're not going to get out of your head soon. Nope, let's just pass that image to everybody <laughs> that's, that listens in. Now I want a Snorkel's army for, for Legion. <laughs> oh, speaking of what I want, I was uh-huh. again in the Twitch stream... Oh, and yeah. ask for my little yeah, yes, tiny you thing. Did, did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was at Friday and they didn't reply to me this time. Ah, uh, sudden. Do you, do you think they're getting a little bit tired of oh, him again? <laughs> I I would be very astounded if they wouldn't get annoyed by it. But that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if enough people ask for it, they, you know, something may come of it. You know, we, I guess. You know, in this little side is I'm guessing they are basically going through with all of the releases that that um, FFG had probably up until next the end of next year. I'm assuming because there would have been stuff in the pipeline. Yeah, they, they said, said everything like that's going to be released this year is still with the handwriting of Fantasy Flight Games, and also the boxes will still have yeah. the Fantasy Flight logo. So. Before the, I'm guessing the later part of this year, yeah, we will not see anything new announced, no. possibly. Well, Gen Con, how depends what Gen Con announces, doesn't it? Mm. Well, I'm guessing at Gen Con we might see more of the Kashyyyk stuff that's coming, like the Wookies and the the Copters and stuff. But they might do that before that because they've said there might be an event before Gen Con, didn't they? Yeah, they they hinted at something, but. Since then, there's the big silence, and and maybe they just are better than any other companies and in, in keeping their secrets and actually not teasing people that much, that they are giving away too too much of anything. But uh, we will just have to wait and see. They have been actually really good on some of the some of the stuff that's dropped that we've just seen, especially for Crisis Protocol. You know, like the the, the minis and stuff that they've shown off. You know some of the some of the more recent ones when you weren't weren't even in the pipeline and you know they've shown some of the stuff off and it's like this is coming and this is coming like um, they showed Craven the Hunter before the Spider Man sort of trailer dropped that they did hmm. and stuff so I think they're quite good at keeping a hold of their you know of their shall we say their secrets that they are say compared to other gaming companies out there um, but I guess we'll we'll see. I'm just I'm just wondering whether they are going to move into doing larger vehicles. I don't think so. I think they will. The current uh, base size we are having with the uh, with the eighty eighty and the uh, what's the tank from the clankers again? Um, oh, the the eighty and the yeah, the, the, the saber I, tank. As I well. think those are the biggest we are going to see. Everything bigger is going to be unplayable on almost every table. Yeah, I was just wondering with them doing the the flyers that are coming, especially the the lat IE, whether they may be tempted to do a lat gunship. You know, T- tempted possibly, but I can't see them doing that because. These things soak up points. And yeah, they do. There's all, all uh, just so many people that are actually buying everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, but I'm only getting clone stuff, and even then, it's only uh, Galactic Republic stuff at the moment. 
So getting back on topic, mm -hmm. um, the first episode is, I think, going to be more a short movie than a series, yeah. possibly, and it's... very likely to have a big cliffhanger or something, or plot twist. Uh, well, I think the plot twist might be uh, cross-air going, but, you know, that that's just going off some of the merchandise and stuff we've seen and, you know, the, 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 the non-hints in the trailer, I almost have not seen him. But then, in the sec the, this past week, there was a, there was a, I don't know where it was, was it um, Disney Plus India or somewhere had shown up the, basically the synopses for the first two episodes, you know, on like a Disney Plus page. And this, Whoopsie. Yeah, whoopsie indeed. Um, so that's where we've got the time, running times. So the first episode, 70 minutes, which equates to the same as the, when they launched Rebels. The original Rebels um, pilot episode, Spark of the Rebellion, I think it's called. Oh, have I still got it or did I dump it because I've got Disney Plus now and don't need um, yeah I dropped all of them didn't I? Um, was 60 minutes I think or was it 45 no I think it was 45 but that's because it was running on TV anyway it was like two episodes joined yeah mm -hmm. they did the same with season 2 of, Reb of, of Rebels with um, you know where Vader turns up Oh uh, yeah, that's when Vader first turns up in in Rebels. Um, Which all, almost uh, made me turn off the series because he looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I suppose it's the animation style, isn't it? It's it's not the same. Not, not as... only the animation style; it's the proportions. The uh, face mask looks off. Yeah, I'm. Just looking here, the the pilot for Rebels, Spark of the Rebellion, parts one and two, was a total of forty nine minutes. Um, the Siege of Lothal was the same, but that's because they're operating on the constraints of at it running it on. Uh, I think it was Disney XD or yeah, television with inserted ads, yeah, and things like that. So where you know we're looking at something that's popping up on. On um, Disney Plus, the the sort of the Siege of Mandalore was the same that they did. Oh, he was in the Mandalore and Rebels was was the same, but they, in the final season and stuff, you know, you're talking forty minutes, but where you don't have to, where you're not constrained by a t a series, you know, of, of ads and you know, slotting it within a specific space, you can run a pilot as. as you know, for as long as you want. Look at the first episode of season two of The Mandalorian, which was 60 minutes. Yeah, I think T Disney yeah. is really um, grasping the concept of we don't need to restrain yeah. ourselves with anything because it, it, it'll run as long as it runs and people will watch it nonetheless. Yeah, and then that's the thing, you know, is people will, bums on seats, sit down, you know, watch it whenever they want, but they'll watch it. And the you know the length of, and they watch it time. in one go, and most people will get their beverages and snacks and go to the toilet just before to have an uninterrupted uh, event of whatever it takes. Yeah. Well, they've just they've just added a section to Disney Plus, which I'm looking at the browser in here, and it's a "May the Fourth Be With You" section. <laughs> Ready. So it's got a nice like animated intro and things when you click on it and it's got all of the Star Wars stuff. Mm. That's that's there. But you know 
And the thing, as I was saying, sorry, was the we know that the running time and it sort of gave a brief, a very, very brief one line um, sort of synopsis of the episode, which didn't really give anything away. But the second episode, which is on Friday, so we're getting the pilot to the, the release date was probably always going to be May the 4th to tie in with Star Wars Day. You know, for people who don't know, it's Star Wars Day. Um, <laughs> Friday. I, I think we, it's safe to say the the five people listening to this podcast actually yeah. know of May the 4th. Yeah. Um, and Friday is the second episode. And the second episode mentions them going to see old an old friend. Now, if people eagle-eyed people that watched the second trailer noticed that there was a certain white clone trooper commander they go and meet they go and see Rex possibly no it's Rex you see him <laughs> in the trailer <laughs> and, and if you look close enough you can see the markings on the helmet and stuff mm, okay uh, you know so the the, the 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 blue markings that he's that he's got on his helmet um but yeah, they, they, the the thing is Rex. But also in the trailer, uh, earlier in the trailer, they meet up with Sol Guerrero as well. So Sol Guerrero's coming into the Bad Batch at some point, and Fennec Shan, as we know, is going to be isn't, there as well. Isn't Sol? No, Sol Guerrero was in. I'm just Rogue thinking Wars. about when he died. Didn't he die during Rogue, Rogue One? One? Rogue One, yeah. So this would put it technically in the timeline just. Shortly before Rogue One, then this is way before Rogue One. This is this is straight after the rise of the Empire. That's what I'm saying. The Bad Batch is basically. Oh yeah, Ugh, well, never mind me. I'm I'm, I'm talking shiny. <laughs> are you getting your timelines crossed? Oh, totally. Are you crossing the Are you crossing the streams I'm, there, Tim? I'm crossing <laughs> the streams as the, if there's if there was no tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's it's um yes, so it's the young version of Sol Guerrero, not the version we saw in, um, in Rogue One. So, so we're getting the, uh, young version from Clone Wars then. Yeah, we're getting the Clone Wars version after, and it, and it's because it's set later in the Clone Wars timeline per se. Yeah. You won't see his sister because his sister died. Was killed by the the Clankers and stuff. So this is possibly the rise of his. Um, sort of, you you know the 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 resistance that he had in Rogue One, which mm. were part of the main resist resistance, you know. So it's probably the start of that. Him more or less mm -hmm. making a branch of his own. Yeah, a bit more violent. Mm -hmm. The other the other thing I know that has been mentioned and it's mentioned in bunch of the different, you know, like Star Wars Explained or Star Wars Meg or, you know, the different YouTube channels and things, is there's at least uh, the 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 composer is the same composer from Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. And he posted up, he did an interview, and in the interview he said he just finished scoring episode 14. 14? 14. One four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the rumor is we probably will be getting twenty episodes of the first season. In that case, that's going to push it. You know, if you think of it this way, we're getting two this 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 week coming, and then every episode after that. So you're talking nineteen weeks. So that's going to push it right the way through until 
autumn, mm -hmm. which then means we'll, we will have a, a, a short wait for the Book of Baba Fed. Yeah, better a short wait than a long wait, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I mean, because we're getting Bob, we know we're getting the book of Boba Fett, and then we're getting Mando next week. Uh, no, not next week, next year, but we don't know exactly when we're getting Mando next year, along with Kenobi and I think Andor's next year as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping they they don't spoil any of those. I think what well with Star Wars Day, the rumor is that we may be getting some. Um, you know, some either production shots or maybe a trailer or or something here yeah? <laughs> uh, for some of them. The the thing this past week that I saw mentioned um, was Hayden Christensen signed on for multiple Star Wars things, not just Kenobi. So one of the rumors is popping up is, is are they actually going to take some of these stories from the comic books that have been created, you know, and are we getting a Vader series? I don't know if I really want, would want a Vader series. I'm wondering, because one of the, the things that people have been asking for, and there's been rumours about it, is Doctor, Dr. Af Afra. Do you know the character? Not really. It's from the comics, and she's an archaeologist that's hired by the Empire and is actually hired by Vader. I, I never was high into the comics, so. Uh... Um, she's a very popular character. Um, so maybe they're thinking about maybe we can do you know. Doctor Afra as a series because Vader is an integral part of that character. We've got Hayden there. The thing Why is, not? what strikes me most interesting about the character that is Vader and has been the same for. Boba Fett is we don't know anything for certain and that makes it quite interesting of there could anything pop up from his dark side past yeah. or, and even before that and if you start making series about every part of their lives you're taking away from this uh, mysticism part at least for okay. me I'm guessing as well is that you could fall into the trap that Solo had. Yeah, that's that's the worst uh, example you, you can do, do it. The, I think the, the peak in that movie was actually how he allegedly got his name. Yeah. This, that, that scene was so cringeworthy. No, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Solo, Solo worked as a good heist movie. Yeah, but you know, and that's what it was. You know, you it, could have had any characters there. It didn't need to be Star Wars, nor no. did it to need to be the origin story of Han yeah. Solo. The story itself was a nice heist movie, but mm -hmm. that's it. They could have actually used, um, and it we could have still had the character in it, and not had that beginning. It had that origin, yeah, because there's a Timothy Zahn Legends novel called Scoundrels, I think it is. And what it is is it's 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 Han Solo getting a group together to do a heist, yeah. So it's like Ocean's Eleven in space, mm -hmm. uh, you know. And they could have easily done that, used that as the premise of the movie, without having any of the origins, you know. So you could have had a young Han Solo with a getting a crew together to pull a heist, you know. 
you know, you could you could have thrown in if you wanted to, you know, throw in some origin bit, you could have thrown in how we got the fog and you know, had that how we met Lando. So you could have said it during that period and just cut out that beginning, you know, chunk of it. Yeah, I don't mind the way they introduced him to to Chewbacca, which actually, oh, which is true, which is how, how aligned how. very much to everything else that was in the expanded universe before, but everything around it was so forced. At least it yeah. felt forced. Yeah, typically on uh, uh, yeah, it was an ocean eleven oceans eleven heist caper type of event. Came out in 2013. The, the novel did. Mm. Um, it's a good novel, actually. It's, it's enjoyable. And at the end of it, you have a a, a a meeting between Solo and Fett. Oh, yeah. At the end of the novel, because it's it's roughly around the time of just before the Battle of Yavin. So it's around the time when he heads to, you know, he's he's got the bounty on top of his head and. You know, Jabba's after him, and he heads. He's heading to. You know, that uh, basically Tatooine. What was the quote after the encounter with the bounty on? On planet, his head from Jabba. Yeah. Planet X. I need to get this bounty off my head. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, the the before the battle happened. It was. It was when the one. Um, it's what when Empire Strikes Jabba Back. Four. When when he is uh, leaving. Oh, Tatooine. After the issues on Tatooine. The bounty hunter, the bounty hunters we ran to in order mantel. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, so yeah, it's it's you know it's it's that book is a is a is a is a good book and I do recommend it. You know, yes, it falls under the legends category because it was written post or pre Disney taking over. Well, um, who cares for such things? Yeah, but it <laughs> it, you know, it works and it's really good. You know, it, it's a Timothy Zahn novel as well. And it's followed up by another novel I do recommend as part of the Legends called Allegiances. And what that one is, is the, the basically it's a, an introduction novel of sort of Mara Jade. But also it introduces a rogue collection of stormtroopers. Mara Jade introduction. I think she's been in way older. She she was in way older novels, but this is like where you see her pre taking on, you know, pre heir to the empire. So this so, is her so be before the she's actually the hand of the emperor. She's she's just starting out as hand of the emperor. Oh, okay. Um, it's she's an eight. She's playing an eighteen year old, in in this account as age is eighteen. But the idea behind it is you have a bunch of stormtroopers who are not clones. That they're, they're humans and they are basically um at the beginning of the novel have them landing on a planet and the ISB orders them to do things on the planet that, you know that they don't want to do pretty much, which is kill, you know, kill white herd people and put down, you know, an insurrection of sorts, yeah? Yes. Being uh, awful Imperials as they always yes. are. Yeah, so think of the ISB agent that makes Mayfield shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> sort of that type of character, and they don't do it, and and uh, this this ISB agent finds out, and they end up killing him and leaving on an ISB ship, and they end up becoming a group of stormtroopers called the Emperor's, the Hand of Judgment. 
So they're wearing the full Stormtrooper gear, you know, Scout armor and all that as well, but they call themselves a Hand of Judgment, and they sort of intersect with the mission Mara Jade's doing at the beginning. Um, it's really well written. It's another, you know, good Tim Zahn novel, and I know this is going off track a little, but, you know, with the Bad Batch centering on a clone force, you know, there is precedent within previous novels that that sort of co- that sort of little group works. You know, yeah, and especially, I think, especially if you look at um, stormtroopers after the Clone Wars, when actually uh, there were, in quote, normal people introduced into the ranks, yeah. um, the the possibility of people being morally objected to things that are asked of them is quite high. Yeah, well, FN Finn, you know. Yeah. Um, from the the latest pre- uh, sequel trilogy, you know, we we don't know his backstory, but we know he objected to what was going on at the beginning of that not beginning. Yeah, of that and film, I think it's uh, easy to say that he's uh, having some weird uh, mental training to call it slightly. Some sort sort of crisis, crisis of conscience this is probably the way to describe that he is. That was good. Yeah, and he... I think he's getting told by our silver shiny girl, uh, yes, to face uh, Captain Phasma, Captain Phasma, that he should report for mental rearrangement or something. Yeah. What a waste of a character that was. So Phasma could have been, and she is a, an interesting character, especially in the novel Phasma, which is about her. But they they sort of underused the character in the prequel, the two two of the three movies, you know. They but, did that with a lot of characters. Yes, they did that with a lot of <laughs> but characters. That's but that's a completely different episode. It I is. Think. <laughs> it is definitely. But um, you know, so we know that the first episode seventy minutes. We know the second episode's thirty-one. Well, thirty minutes, and the second episode has some bump in the the. Sort of the 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 info saying that you know they go and see an old friend. So I'm assume I'm wondering, like I said, that this might be where they go and meet up or encounter Rex. Do you think Disney will embrace the method they used for Mandalorian with giving the episodes no coherent length, but just yeah, let them run as long as they are? I think so. I mean, I, th- I think with an animation, it's probably easier to have that coherent twenty between twenty-five and thirty-minute length. You know, depending on because remember, say say the episodes are probably twenty-five minutes when they run, yeah, because you're gonna have five minutes of credits. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm. So I think you know we'll probably get the standard sort of twenty to twenty-five to thirty-minute episode length within within an animated series, and I think you know Dave Filoni is quite good at sticking to that. Because of you know most episodes of Rebels and Clone Wars were of a you know a specific length. Uh, yes, granted it was because they were sitting on you know a TV series, but you know sitting on a, a network. But I'm just looking here at the first season of Clone Wars, and there's a disparity of lengths between the first episode, which was Ambush, the very first episode. The first season was 26 minutes. The third, the second episode was 28 minutes. So, you know, there's that variable running time, shall we say, between, you know, all of them. Well, I'm not really convinced. I I would like for Disney and other uh, manufacturers that do episodes for streaming services to 
uh, get rid of this uh, cage of we need this yeah. to be exactly 30 minutes long. No, you don't. No, if, if you get your, give yourself a uh, a window of time for let's say you aim for thirty, but everything between twenty five and thirty five is okay as well. Go for it. Don't let yeah. these because more often than not, I've felt in uh, episodes past that either they were filling with mm -hmm. unimportant stuff or they were cutting things way too short just for the sake of getting it all in. That always feels yeah. weird. Don't yeah, don't the, restrain your your writers. Yeah, I th I think as well, and I think Disney has sort of embraced old style television in the fact that you've got to wait a week to get the episode. Yeah, where I think you know with when Netflix first started churning out TV series, you know it was that binge watch mentality, wasn't it? Where yeah, and we'll drop we'll drop everything, sit and watch it, you know, in a day. Um, but there's none of that. And that's where I think you felt some of the filling coming in. Because, say, for example, then and the classic one is some of those Marvel Netflix shows like Daredevil and Defend Defenders is a case in point. You know, that was 12 episodes, but it could have been at least just shortened by four because some of those episodes were just, well, apart from just being overly bad in, in, its, in its story structure, just felt like they were filler. There, mm -hmm. was, no, there was no progression of story. Yeah, you know, no. where where I think with when you look at the Mandalorian, you know, we can all, you know, say within the Mandalorian that there might have been filling episodes. Yeah, yeah? but but they all uh, add edits to the character of the Mandalorian. Or it progressed the story. Yeah. You know Episode two of season two, the this this the spider episode, you know. The passenger. Yeah. Is the episode. You know, a lot of people thought, you know, it's, and I did as well. You thought it was a little bit of a filler, yeah? But it was progressing the story. But you, know, we, you only learned that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, well, it is true. We only learned that later. But still, you know, it was a, a story progression, wasn't it? It was It was leading, you know, he crashed on, you know, he, he encountered some Republic's X-Wings, ended up crashing. We found out, you know, Grogu likes, likes to eat tadpoles. Um, <laughs> Caviar. Caviar, indeed. Um, but it's still, and then, and then, it lent to him going to that planet where he encountered Bo-Katan and stuff. But where he was dropping the passenger off, grant, granted that you know that was all part of the arc anyway. But it still had a progression of character because we got to learn a little bit about Grogu more, and we got to learn you know a bit about the passenger. Yeah, so we've got I, to learn about incidental characters as well. You know, yeah, and I think what Disney has done right with not shoving out binge watch packets is actually keeping a arc of suspension and for their own good, keeping subscribers. Yeah, the ones who want to binge watch wait with their subscription until every last episode is there. Then you go in one month and hog all. But everybody else who wants to see the the earliest they can get, they need to stay subscribed. Yeah. Also, it's it's been said this sort of past week, past you know, past bit anyway, was the fact is that uh, Netflix has lost subscribers this past year. 
their subscription rate's still high, and they, they are still the you know the, the leader on the whole thing. Yeah, but you know, but, but I, they, I think their subscriptions have gone down. That that's a thing that was inevitable, and we all knew that this would come one day, especially since other channels uh, yeah. like Amazon, like Disney, and what else on every this planet is available there's just so many to choose from and for me personally netflix hasn't gotten very good content in recent times most things they shell out feels short-sighted mm, and i'm, sti that, that, I'm that still waiting for a couple of series to to get another sequel there's uh um Space Family Robinson. Oh, you mean the, the, the third and final season of um, Lost in Space? Yeah, the, how long has that been? Uh, wh why can't they finish that? I think cool. I, th I think a lot of the, the issues we have is standard television issues at the moment, which was COVID hit. You know, they were all gearing up to, to start filming and then bang. So the, no, the, but the, this you know, episode, uh, uh, um, that, that has been on hiatus for way longer than COVID. This is a real. This is one one of the very first uh, episodes or, or series that I watched on Netflix. So, yeah, and I, I saw the first season of Lost in Space. Yeah. Oh, we've got. A, we, there is a trailer that was put put out in August last year for season three. Well, then they didn't make a very good job of advertising because it's on no, my wish didn't. list and I didn't see the trailer or any the, announcement. The third and final season of Lost in Space, or might just be a digital spy thing, is arrives in 2021. <laughs> That's on that Twitter. That's on that Twitter Twitter account. Yeah, uh, we are half through the year and I haven't seen anything. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just looking here at what they said. You know, they, the. Um, Netflix set a rather general reset of 2021, which was just as well because production was delayed. Um, still shooting in September of 2020. They announced completion in 2020 in January of this year of the filming of it. Um, so you'll probably see it in 2022. Yeah, let's let's see when when it comes out. Yeah, but well, nonetheless, it's simply the these uh, anything they shell out on Netflix in recent months hasn't really drawn my attention. No, I, it's, it's a strange one because Netflix are throwing money at things. You know, I mean, I know we're yeah, getting they've, an animated... They've got so much on, uh, on, on, uh, on their menu. It's, and not just them, also Disney and Amazon. Yeah. So you, you start looking and half an hour later you say, why am I even looking? There's nothing that really catches my eye. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange sort of situation. I know that, you know, we, we're, we're, you know we're, we're interested in what's coming from Star Wars, but we know for a fact that this year we're getting Two, we're getting three Star Wars things because I think Visions is due this year as well, mm -hmm. which is the other animated uh, sort of thing that's got. Uh, uh, I think it's manga or anime animators doing it. It's a bit like the Animatrix with Star Wars Visions. I think that's due this year. But you know, live action wise, we know that we're only getting uh, Book of Boba Fett this year. Um, and then next year seems to be the big influx of where well, we know we're getting Kenobi, we know we're getting 
I think Andor's definitely due next year, and we know we're getting Mandalorian. But where do these sit? Are they going to do the same thing that they did with uh, their Marvel shows where in February, was it February? I think it was February, we got WandaVision. And then virtually the week after WandaVision aired its making of episode, which is, you know, upon under under their version called Event Assembled, Marvel Studios Assemblies, which is the same as the gallery stuff that they did for Star Wars, we got... Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and now we're going to have to wait until June till we get the next one, which is Loki. Um, but in that time period, we know we're getting the Bad Batch, and I'm wondering, are we going to be getting a making of the Bad Batch when if, when this first season completes? Which would be nice to see. What would be something interesting, to say the least. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we know that process has totally changed from when they first started animation when George started the, the Lucasfilm Animation Studio to, you know, season seven, because there's that behind-the-scenes um, footage that they released of Ray Park coming back as Maul, mm. you know, and doing the motion capture for Maul, and Sam Witwer doing the voice of Maul, you know, and seeing them, seeing the people, you know, like Sam and the people watch as Ray Park was, you know, doing the motion capture stuff for that final fight with Ahsoka. I think um, Disney is doing quite a good job of letting us not know much in, yeah. uh, in advance currently. They tease us enough to get us speculating, and the the amount of info they actually hand out is, uh, let's phrase it this way, it's enough to be hopeful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they don't drop the ball, I think, they can make 2021 really their year. I, I at at least from, from a Star Wars fan's perspective. I think we are. I mean, we, we know for a fact who, who who seems to be running the Star Wars ship for their shows. We know we know it's Favreau and we know it's Dave. You know, Dave Filoni, we know it's John Favreau. You know, John Favreau is, is the predominantly the driving force behind the live action stuff. And Dave's probably the predominant life, uh, driving force behind the animation. Um, you know, that that we know. I'm not too sure about visions and where that sits. Um, but we know that, you know, that those two those two gentlemen are fans at heart, you know, and just love, you know, the, the, the franchise. And Dave was the one that's probably in the best position because he was handpicked by George to run Lucasfilm Animation Studio. Yeah, I think um those you know? two are um not calling them fanboys, but they are of the same spirit that most of those are who are like watching Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They they see the movie, they feel the same feelings, and I think they know how to uh, convey those feelings in a new way with the new series and animations they've done. Yeah. So they don't just throw shit into the wall and see what sticks but they know this works we just need to adjust it a bit and then we can run with it yeah and i think the the, the thing behind the the power behind that is that because dave was there at the beginning yeah and he understood george's what george was trying to do and george's story because to be honest you know what well whatever we 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 say about star wars whether we liked or disliked the prequel trilogy and the the sequel trilogy i think we can 
just put to one side slightly because you know that probably didn't didn't have the the the, the handprints of George on it um, compared to the prequels and compared to the original trilogy and compared to the animation because you know whatever we say was we know for a fact that especially Mandal- the Mandalorian I'm not sure the first season but definitely the second season George was on set George was there. They were talking to George, and the, there's been conversations with George. So he still got it. Still got his DNA, his thumbprints in there somewhere. You know, from from you know some of the some of the conversations that you sort of see mentioned, some of the pictures that were posted up on Instagram by you know the actors and stuff. Yeah, and like, I I you know? can all, also see uh, Filoni and Favreau being in the conference call with George, just mm-hmm. throwing ideas around, talking. Maybe having a drink uh, and, and just see what what sticks. And this chemistry is what makes things go. If if people just do it for the money or for the exposure, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. But as long as they can get some kind of weird friendship working within it, I think that's where the energy comes from. Yeah, it it's definitely does. And, and at the end of the day, the you know we. You know, Star Wars is, it's the story, you know, you know, really, that's the essence behind it. It's the, it's this, this myth that we, that we've grown up from the 70s. You know, it's a modern fable. We know it's a modern fable. You know, we, yes, we know George stole from Japanese cinema and. No, he didn't steal. He was highly inspired. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, he, he used the, the hero's journey concept you know the, the seven arcs of a hero within story and you know the, the ideas behind myth and legends and you know he, he wanted to create a modern myth and he did and now we have the gatekeepers of that myth driving that story forward and that's john and dave you know and you know whatever happens with you know the book of boba fett whatever happens in season three of the mandalorian whatever happens with rangers or the ahsoka show we know that definitely with ahsoka from the, the rumblings that seem to be going on with is they are picking up threads from stuff that Dave created with George. And that's um the white colored stuff, the, the the world between worlds. Yeah. I'm... There's 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 the rumblings that that's gonna be playing a part in the Ahsoka show. I I'm, so... I'm guessing we are in for some surprises for the upcoming I, shows. I, think I generally hope they all will be positive. Well, I, you know, I mean, we, we may get hits, we may get misses. You know, it's 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 you know the nature of yeah. So we say our fandom. I, I I just hope they don't. I hate to to phrase it this way, but it's I think it points it most accurately. I hope they don't put a solo to any of these. I. I can't see them doing that. No, neither can I, but we can't be sure unless we've seen true. it. True, very true. But I think, you know, from from the point of view of the shows that are coming, I think the only one that we don't know anything about because of previous issues with season two of The Mandalorian and, and some of the people involved with that is the Rangers of the New Republic. We know we know that Ahsoka is, is going to be Dave's baby and we know... Rosario Dawson can kill it as Ahsoka Tano without a shadow of doubt, you know, that live action introduction. I think the, the live action introduction from that, the big one, is going to be, if it is who people think it is, it's going to be Thrawn. That's going to be the big sort of TV uh, seismic shift in Star Wars, I think. 
Yeah, but I think we should spare that for another part, t- oh, time definitely. of discussion. Definitely. But I must admit, I am really looking forward to... Yes, so am I, but still vigilant. <laughs> I, I think Bad Batch will be... I, I hardly see it to be any bad, because uh, if Disney does anything well, it's bloody animation. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing even if it doesn't live up to all the hypes, Bad Batch will be a nice, entertainable TV series. Mm-hmm. Not so sure about any of those series we haven't seen anything on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, they surprised us with The Mandalorian, so let's just yeah. hope for the best. Definitely. Prepare for the worst. No, I never prepare for the worst. okay i said we would make this a short one and i'm feeling my energy being depleted by the minute Uh, also (laughs) my my drink is almost empty and my (laughs) bladder is full and i'm a rambling old man yeah thank you for this (laughs) short introduction to the bad batch we will meet again sunday after we have seen all three episodes that are going to be released next week if you don't hear from us again they were terribly bad and we just don't want to talk about it we give up we're just just going to go and keep to our day jobs eh? (laughs) yeah we uh, we are keep we stick to uh, poking people at amg about epic fighting legion (laughs) (laughs) okay everybody out there thank you for listening we will see you again next time bye